This is Monday Morning Meditations number 150 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Who have you given the authority to tell you who you are and what is right for you? Good morning, Rising Man family. Jetty Azuma here behind the mic for another Monday morning meditation. Before we get into our episode today, I want to invite you to join us for our next round of Inferno. It's our 12-week leadership training grounds for men. You can find more information at risingman.org slash inferno. Our next round is popping off the end of May here, so we're rounding out our final crew, but there's still a couple seats left. If you're interested, go ahead, check it out, risingman.org slash inferno, and everything else we got going on while you're there, just cruise around risingman.org, because if it's not Inferno, we got something for you to raise your game today. All right, without further ado, today's Monday morning meditation is Assessments and Assertions, the one true remedy for people-pleasing. Let me share a distinction with you that has completely transformed and changed my life. Let me first say that Before I started any of this personal self-development leadership work, I was the poster child for being a people pleaser. I was a good old boy. I wanted to do everything that made other people like me and approve of me. Maybe this sounds like you. Maybe you do it to a lesser degree. But in some capacity, every single one of us is modifying or adjusting or editing our behavior for the approval of others. It's what we do as children. Now, let me give you some background on this. I studied with a mentor of mine named Scott Cody. He runs the Institute of Embodied Wisdom. And I took a course of his back in 2015 called The Art of Leadership Mastery. And in The Art of Leadership Mastery, we cover linguistic distinctions, words, how we are in relationship with each other, with ourselves in the world through language. And words like opinions, judgments, things like that, they have energy. They hold energy on us. Going all the way back to the time when we're children, when we're born, when we're infants, all the way up until we claim authority and autonomy for ourselves, we are looking to other people to help us navigate the world. We look to our parents, our grandparents, teachers, coaches, elders to help shape our beliefs and understanding of what this world is, our sense of right and wrong, our moral compass, even simple basic facts about what is true and what is not. So we're taking in information from others without developing the filter of what is true for me, separate and independent of what someone else may believe, what is true for me. And this is the incomplete part of our development. This is why many of us end up in our adult years looking to other people for approval or to tell us what we should do, what's right, what's wrong, what is the best decision for me to make. If you've ever found yourself in that position, or perhaps you make a decision of your own, but you're looking to other people to approve of you, you feel uncomfortable when people have a different opinion of what was right for you to do in that moment. All of that is the product of never fully growing out of the authority of other people. And so here's the distinction that Scott shared with me. And this is something that he learned from Fernando Flores and Julio Alaya going back to a long legacy of ontological coaches the distinction between assertions and assessments, the difference between facts and opinions. So an assertion, as I learned it from Scott, is something that is reserved for undeniable, indisputable fact, which in fact, there's actually very little of in our reality. Some of these assertions are two plus two equals four. 
right? The color of this microphone is black. These are things that are, you can't really argue. Anyone who wants to say that this microphone is pink is simply doing so just to be contrarian. But this is a color that we all have agreed is black. Two plus two always equals four. So these are assertions. These are things that are undeniable. And we have those assertions because they create a commonality, a common truth among the people, something that we can all lean on and rest assured in that this is going to stay consistent for every one of us. But there's actually, if you think of a whole piece of a pie, it's a very small section of that pie that's actually reserved for these assertions or facts. The rest is something we call assessments. So to assess something means to look at it and come away with a perspective of it. So I can, I can take something in my hand, an object that I don't know, that I don't recognize what it is, and I can describe it. I can say, oh, this object is a little bit squishy. This object is wet. This object is brown colored. It's light. It's icky. And those descriptions that I have of it are assessments that I'm making about this object. Now, if I take it a step further and say, ooh, I don't like this object. This object, ooh, it's gross. This object is dangerous. Very quickly, we move farther away from assertions and into assessments. So how does this apply to our lives? Well, if I make a decision, let's say I made a career move. This is something that really happened to me. I decided that I didn't want to be a physical therapist anymore, that I was going to move out of the career of physical therapy and I was going to work more closely with rites of passage and leadership with men, which I love. And when I shared that with my parents, my father had an assessment about that decision. And without going into details, he did not think that that was a good decision for me. He didn't think that it was a safe decision for me. And at the time, this is previous to my training, I took that as an assertion. It made me question myself. It made me doubt myself. Even though everywhere inside my body, I knew that I didn't want to be a physical therapist anymore, there was something I still gave authority to in my dad to tell me that this is not a good decision. And so I sat there and I was like, oh, am I making a bad decision? Am I making the wrong decision? Wrong decision, in quotes. Because my father is somebody that I trust. He's helped me survive my whole life. My dad is someone who's been really successful. He's taken care of a family. He's been able to provide. He's got retirement savings. He's got a future plan for himself for the rest of his life. How could what he's saying be anything but the truth in quotation marks? So truth, truth is a word that we throw around a lot. Facts, facts, truth, especially in this era of fake news, right? If you watch the news these days and you listen to what is being shared, look for the distinction between an assertion and an assessment. If somebody on the news says today at 2 p.m. there was an arraignment for so-and-so in the murder trial of X, Y, and Z, the fact that there was an arraignment that happened exactly at that time is an assertion. It can be grounded as true because we had a clock there. We had other people there who witnessed this thing happening at 2 p.m. But everything else that comes after that about the way the person was, the way the trial went, the way the people felt, the words that are layered on top of that, violent, negligent, all of these are assessments about a situation. And it's very, very easy to be manipulated by the words and language of other people. In fact, the media has perfected this. It's the way that they've been able to influence so many people, especially now that news is running all the time. And this all plays back to where is my truth? Where is the truth for me? When do I decide that I am the master of my truth? I am the author of my story, my experience, my perspective, and my reality. 
Have you done that in your life? Have you declared that for yourself? Is there anywhere else in your life that you're still giving the power away to somebody else to have the ultimate final say in what is true for you? Ask yourself that question. Really reflect on that. Really think about it because I would wager to say that if you haven't delineated that margin for yourself, it's likely that you're still giving authority away to people without even knowing it. You're still giving other people the right to tell you the way that you are, the way that your experience is occurring for you. That's going to lead to self-doubt. It's going to lead you to not trust yourself, not trust your guts or your instincts. That word truth, the way I was taught from Scott, he said that uppercase T truth, capital T truth is reserved for assertions, the indisputable, irrefutable facts, the things that we all agree upon, uppercase T truth, everything else, lowercase T assessments, true for me. It's true for me that the Rising Man podcast is a dope podcast. It might not be true for you, lowercase t. And I don't have to hold that truth over your truth. We might be able to have a compelling conversation about it, a dialogue, where in which my truth may be altered or your truth may be altered by what we reveal to each other. There's flexibility in that for my assessments to change as I gather more information. But in order to ground an assessment, I have to be flexible enough to listen to other perspectives that help further solidify or shape my assessment differently. So having a conversation with somebody and getting to the point where I say, you know what? The Rising Man isn't actually that dope of a podcast. There's, you know, Jetty sounds funny and he's always talking about silly things. Yeah, you know what? I remember when he said that, you know, two episodes ago, yeah, he was doing that thing. I I agree with you. Might change my assessment. Or we have a conversation, I say, hey, but have you listened to those five other episodes yet? Oh, you haven't? You should really listen to those because I think that really reflects the true nature of the Rising Man podcast. And when you do that, you know what? You're right. The Rising Man is a dope podcast. I agree with you. Those assessments can change, but we still get to decide what is true for us. We can have a respectful dialogue and discourse about it, and I may end up in the same position I was, but I'm the one deciding what's true. I'm taking in information and rejecting and spitting out anything that doesn't fit for me, anything that doesn't land with my sense of north, my sense of what's true. So ask yourself this question, where in your life are you treating other people's assessments like assertions? Where in your life have you given people authority to make assessments about you that are more true than the truth that you have inside yourself? This is the very root and nature of people-pleasing. And if you haven't claimed that position of authority for yourself, then there's work to do. But we got your back. (laughs) We got your back. Because I've been there before. A lot of guys who are a part of our Rising Man community are going through this or have been through this before. So if that's you, if you hear this and you're like, oh man, I am giving authority away everywhere in my life, then stay tuned to what we're doing here. Come check us out at risingman.org and definitely stay subscribed to this channel because we're going to keep talking about topics like this that are going to help you reclaim your sense of personal authority from which you can lead the way you want to in your life. All right, fam. Big ups, big blessings, much love to y'all, and I'll see you soon. All right, y'all, for everything Rising Man related, go over to risingman.org and check out what we got popping off in the near future. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to us and please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, send us those messages about how the podcast is hitting because we'd love to hear it from you. Big shout out to the Power Squad, Mark Julian, Kyle, Ryan, Rowan, and Sean. I love you guys. I respect you guys. And I'm so, so grateful to have a team because none of this happens without y'all. 
Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. <laughs>